All right. So uh, we're going a little bit off of um, what our kind of normal modus operandi here is going to be. <laughs> we have a modus operandi now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, meaning that we're going to start off with Adric Quest. What? I just got kicked off a ledge. Yeah, so if you'll recall last time, uh, you got in the spaceship with the large green fuzzy alien. That's true, I did. Uh, and, you know, had a, a medium time with that Yeah, green fuzzy alien. He place, he seats you in <laughs> your space chair. I am French. And says, you'd better strap in. <laughs> Except in French or Esperanto or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah whatever i i didn't learn any esperanto anyway uh so when you sit down in the chair suddenly straps occur straps come out from below your arms and across your body and muzzy walks over and says you're going to need to keep your eyes open for this <laughs> and he puts those like scapulas over your eyeballs so that they stay or yeah so that they stay open he says i just wanted to watch a nice film with you so today we're gonna watch the uh oscar nominated <laughs> short films that was for 2021 <laughs> For those of you who are listening back, I've, I've just gotten my second vaccine shot today. And so being uh, fixed into a chair and having my eyes held open is, is exactly what I need to uh, yeah. maintain focus here. So Muzzy's really doing me a big favor. Thank you, Muzzy. You're welcome, Adric. What a friend. Do you have some clocks and just like other random bullshit I can eat? You know I do, Muzzy. All I right. love you. <laughs> So we're doing the the uh, Oscar-nominated short films, like I said, uh, and we're obviously doing the animated ones, because we're a show about cartoons. Right. Now, I gotta be honest, I didn't cartoons. know that there were non-animated ones. Oh, yeah, they have three different categories. They do uh, animated, live action, and documentary short films, wow. and these are every year, and you can go on uh shorts.tv or very often they have um well, if you live in a major city yeah then it's going to be fairly easy to go to a movie theater and watch them one day um, yeah this is not sponsored Sometime. but could be by the oscar shorts hit yeah. us up hit us up naked guy with a sword <laughs> that exact guy is who we need to talk to us um, give, yeah, I'm give sure us that, that he sword. Is, like really clean branding deals and uh, a very targeted market strategy. Also, does he have a sword in his hand or am I just imagining something? I I think that's just an animation effect. Hmm. Oh, no, I mean the Oscar. Oh, the Oscar guy? The statue. Oh, this yeah. makes more sense now. Um, I don't think so. Right. I honestly don't remember anymore. He's got very defined shins. I know that. 
Yeah. Anyway, Oscar's sexy, so um, we're going <laughs> to pop. So the way that we're going to do this is just watch one of them, talk about it, and then do that again so lead into the until next one. we've yeah. watched all of them. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Th- these are going to be, I assume, much higher quality than our usual fare. Um, uh, I don't know. You know. Muzzy uh, was pretty good. Muzzy was pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah, there was some amount of animation in there. Uh, it, probably better than Darkstalkers. No. Anyway, first, <laughs> the first one is Burrow, which I believe is a Pixar one. Oh, interesting. But uh, let's pop off and watch it. Uh, so that was the right first into one. It. What do you yeah. what do you think? Um so I, I've seen this one before and oh, okay. honestly I I really like this one. I love um, it. God it's The animation just, is so pretty. It's so pleasant. I really like the um I mean it's a thing that we're never gonna <laughs> see in like other shows that we do, but just by virtue of using um digital art you can get yeah. those weird line weights and that and the the like light shift that you get between um this is like a pretty common animation style with uh you, you see it more with independent animators but then you have started to see it sort of bleed into mainstream the like allowing your lines even on static holds to be shifty around your your characters to like continue to have some oh, movement yeah. on the screen um, well, so UPN did a few shows that were like mm. that, like Dr. Cats and oh, uh, right. Home Movies. Like, those were a thing back I in the day. I haven't but thought about Dr. Cats in like 20 years. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, they did that, though, just to um, have motion on screen because that show was just talking heads. <laughs> right. So they needed anything moving. Um, but yeah, I, I thought the message, which was, uh, sort of like, um, community organizing crisis crisis builds communities. Yeah. Crisis builds communities, but, but not only that, like, uh, it, it, cause it, cause it leaned into it before the crisis was even happening. Right. Of like isolation is something that's like easy to strive for, but then once you get it, it is painful. Um, like having your own like little perfect slice of something that is that is no shared with nobody else um is lonely is awful yeah is, yeah. is a nightmare i just also like his entire plan for his place was just like disco bathroom yeah that's, so that's as like, far as that dumbass be, got yeah <laughs> there and fucking fart smells with glow lights yeah like, i i think about art like this a lot in terms of um like how soft a message can be Um, because with a lot of like political messaging and this is certainly political um, it's very very easy to like be too direct or too like concrete with your aims or like tie it to a specific individual or like a a moment in time that is very uh, fragile and like uh, I feel like is almost impossible to actually convey a message to somebody who doesn't already agree with you and this is just like whereas yeah, yeah, doing it like this and actually building metaphors so that you don't have to directly reference anything right. is just really, it's great. Well, and also, like, you know, having no spoken dialogue. Yeah, that helps a lot, too. Yeah. 
And the other thing Which, being that the the person who's learning a lesson being like the the ostensible main character being uh, somebody who's sympathetic oh, yeah. and like has aims that you understand and is like coming from a place, you know, you're not you're not converting a villain. You are. Uh, uh, we all as understand the fundamental urge for disco disco bathroom and isolation. Yeah, in, <laughs> in disco bathroom. Take me home to disco bathroom but i do find that's very common with the more artistic animated shorts yeah um is they very often don't have any spoken dialogue i mean which it's is kind of good because it makes it universal just in yeah. terms of getting it across to other as an as an export especially here where i mean i'm i, I don't know much but there's this was displayed as though it is from the United States, which makes me presume that there are ones that are not from the United States uh, in, well, incorporated in this. Yeah, typically there are a few, and they'll be foreign language. Right. I, I haven't really good. looked that much at uh, the, the, the genealogy of these things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So that, was, that was lovely. Burrow, good. Bunny, good. God, Disco all the shows that we fun. watched were that long. I'd be so much happier. Right? <laughs> So now we're going to go to the next one, Genius Loci. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, I think so. Actually, it's French, so it's probably low-key. Anyway, that's the one. Off we go. All right. That was one of the most stunning art styles I've ever seen. Honest, like... What it reminded me of is like Kandinsky by way of Bill Plimpton. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's I get that. really that fucking every frame of painting. Yeah, seriously. Like, and I couldn't definitively tell, but I think literally. Like, um, obviously, there's some there's some cell work in some places because they were like overlapping, and oh, certain yeah. parts were being animated while others were staying static, but. Um, Literally every single one of them was a painting. That was astonishing. And then story-wise, like yeah. that was... It was intense. It was like a, a a very effective depiction of a very real and sympathetic unreality. It, it was a little bit hard for me to tell at first like where exactly we were going because mm -hmm. I, I think mental health issues like this, like they're, they're pretty common, like theme with right. short films in a general sense um but yeah i did like you know the way that it was able to use abstract imagery and stuff like that and even you know bringing themes across like the child being in a uh in a little cage yeah and then that kind of being a theme that went onward Right. It's just the cage. Yeah, the and and using that and using the initial setup to sort of catapult you forward uh, with that context. And it's like the um I don't know, I found myself like extremely anxious alongside the uh character about the reality that they were leaving behind. Like they set that up very well to where you're like Oh yeah. Oh my god. Like you're Oh my god, where you are you? Are oh my god, where are you? Very much like <laughs> just kind of thrust into it. Yeah at a lot of points yeah 
and it's a little bit of like um a roller coaster ride that you and the character are trying to get off so really effective in that way and in pulling you into this narrative and into the mind of this character truly that was powerful yeah all right so next we have one called opera uh, and this is a south korean and u.s one. Oh, cool i didn't uh, i like the uh, the split so that was fucking awesome that was so so good that oh, feels man. like like god that could be a museum piece i want to watch it like eight more times there's right and and on a bigger screen like and just by virtue of the like three ring circus nature of it yeah it's like so oh, what cool. what else was happening because it does it looks like it's <laughs> three ring circus is a great capitalism. way to put that huh yeah yeah three ring circus is a really good way to put that i've never heard that phrase used before to describe something and it's perfect yeah, just because there's so much going on and you could be watching any given section of this yeah. at any time, I feel as though if I were in a fucking movie theater, my eyes would be tired. Exactly. Yeah, I was like skipping around and like at some point became aware that like I cannot process even, you know, a hundredth of what I'm seeing right now. Yeah, you feel like you're you're missing out on what else is happening. And yeah, it does feel like you'd have to watch it like six or seven times just yeah. to... Because I didn't even notice that fish until it fucking fell out of the Flopped bottom. Flopped out and started eating everybody. In yeah, it. yeah, and then, then when they reset, then I'm like, oh, all right, so There's they were the feeding off yeah. of the fish. Yeah. It was extremely, like, I don't know, like New Mythos Ragnarok is what it felt like to me. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, world, like world serpent, but it's a fish. Um, the the two characters at the end just like shuffling in and resetting everything. Opera is a perfect name. This is man, it's unbelievable. Oh, it's so good. And uh, yeah, like fundamentally what it is about is just there's the king at the top and mm-hmm. he's eating the results of everyone else's work. And as you go further down, everyone's more miserable. <laughs> um or should we be describing it all like like this one I, I I almost disdain to to try um if if you have a chance watch these I think uh, if you get anything from this it's that these are it, yeah. so much more worthwhile than I, even I expected to to They're, watch these are extraordinary like marginally better than dark stalkers <laughs> like just barely just, like if you're gonna yeah. pick one or the other i would actually still pick dark stalkers if you yeah. if you watch anything that we've just because there's more of it right and you know i need more content because i'm kind of stuck at home that was like you know six minutes long and maybe i'll watch it eight times but at the end of the day that's only like two episodes of dark stalkers <laughs> so i want this to be my clock at home where every hour everybody oh, screams God, and thing. dies and the fish flops <laughs> like oh my god yeah, like I said, this should be a museum piece. Yeah, like this should really, just be running on a loop in a fucking museum. It I've seen worse versions of this do very very well and and still be very enjoyable. This is one of the best like reciprocating examples of media I've ever seen. Right. Wow. 
All right. Anyway, let's move on to our next one. Uh, if anything happens, I love you. I'm sure this uh, will be fun. From the USA. I believe this one's on Netflix uh, if you want to catch them. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Yes, it is on Netflix. It is very clearly on Netflix. It's very much on Netflix. <laughs> Extremely. So on Netflix. So this one was just about like doing chores when your kid's off at school. Yep. And like how much of a hassle you know, it is to do laundry. Yeah. And just empty nesters in a general sense. Their kid went to school and watched some fireworks. Hot take. I hated this. Jesus. That was grim. It was so rough and just like, I don't know too direct to make me feel like anything other than manipulated. Yeah. When, when watching it, like this is the, the polar opposite of when I was talking about uh, how to connect metaphor and use that to display politics. Um, yeah. This is not that. This was just fucking think about this and cry. Yeah. It's just like, I'm going to hurt you. And like, I, I'm conflicted. Cause like, uh, obviously it was like, uh, uh attempted to be done with, you know, just like uh, the the direction of just like let's push humanity yeah. into this, yeah. But um, it was a it was a hot mess as far as like an an artistic production as well. Yeah, it just and it also just like it didn't exactly feel like something that's a new statement. Right. As as fucking depressing as that is. Yeah. Right. And and like. Um, maybe we're maybe we're just not the audience because like we we fully hold at least as much as possible in our heads the um. So if you uh, have not caught on, this is about a uh, a mother and father whose child dies in a school shooting, and like uh, hints at the impacts that that has on their relationship, which was also super weird. Um, yeah, it, was, it it felt like. Uh, a very specific personal story that was being told with a little bit too intensive detail. Man. And like, yeah, like there was a, a bit of artistic measure taken with it. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it was just like, here's the story. Like, yeah, our kid died in a school shooting and we're sad. And that makes us fight. Yeah. And then there was the, there's the, the only place of the extent of the metaphor just like was in the idea of like, okay, use this, use your kid's memory to sort of uh, power your life forward. And that was, that was the extent of the metaphor, which is like fine, but like that's, an, you're, you're simultaneously making something that's like conveying a message, but then you're, that feels like that's message for somebody who has like experienced this, which yeah, I am not showing somebody who's experienced this this movie. No, uh, what a heartless, no. awful thing to do. No, you'd be a <laughs> fucking monster. So Jesus, <laughs> exactly. Um, so I just it it felt artistically confused and uh, extremely uh, scattered in its approach. Yeah. And it felt like 
and it hurt like me. an oscar bait movie yeah you know where it's and a lot of the you know oscar bait movies are kind of like that it's just yeah, the true. like oh well here think about this bullshit that's happening in human society and cry anyway yeah, there's cry. not really a metaphor <laughs> that's so bad. next we have fuck me if i'm ever gonna pronounce this correctly yeah uh, uh, it's called yeah, yes people and this is from iceland i like that one quite a bit really yeah i, I didn't at all I, i'm glad i you just found it. it to be really fun um i think that they gained a lot just by having a proper uh filmic lut on their mm. on all of their footage it looked pretty good, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, it was funny. It's fundamentally about just what it is, is people just saying yes and just how that can get you stuck in the rut that you are. Okay, I can I can get on board with that. I The reason why I, I didn't like it was because it felt like it was um, sympathetic to something that didn't work for me. Like, it, it felt like it was... I don't know, trying to simultaneously like critique while portraying as sympathetic, but like everything was a little too caricaturized. I don't know. I Yeah, I can get that. And then however, the um the woman coming in dancing in the end with the snow shovel. Oh Christ, that was good. Fucking, that was really had, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that I'm and I'm obviously like much more in the bag for just comedy. And it's just like, this had some good laughs in it. It had some legitimately really good jokes. I I won't deny that. But I'm also, I am am much less of a comedy consumer than you are. Yeah. I would say. Um, However, the ones ones that got me got you. And I imagine that there are ones that, uh, I don't know, rolled past me that that you still found enjoyable. And I love that. Yeah. I've I've noticed that I'm kind of... um, uh, a jerk when it comes to comedy like oh yeah it it takes so much for me to actually find something funny and in a way that's like not very helpful i yeah i've definitely found myself in the same type of area where it's like and uh, in improv that's just fucking egregious right it's an awful an awful thing to be and like having a good sense of humor is one of those things that it's like very easy to take for granted. And I think, it's, but like, it's so subjective. Well, it's interesting because good sense of humor, I wasn't talking about it uh, from the subjective measure of like, um, like, ha- like being able to like, uh, be ob- like laugh at things that are objectively funny. What I meant by good sense of humor was like, um, uh, be able to take humor in things and like, uh, earnestly enjoy comedy oh yeah Um, yeah just in Uh, in the midst of like a serious thing finding finding the kernel of humor that's in there yeah and i do think there was some tone whiplash i am glad that we took a break in between watching these 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 two (laughs) yeah honestly that's it's kind of weird in the fucking uh (laughs) lineup of things i wonder how they determine what the line normally i watch these in theaters and right yeah it can be 
Just when it's like, oh, well, there's the end of the fucking school shooting one. Anyway, here's someone dancing with a snow <laughs> shovel. Like, fuck. <laughs> anyway, here's some classic yeah. recorder comedy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, that guy farted. That's pretty funny, huh? Uh, I did love the fart joke. It's uh, every time. It just works. Every time. It just fucking works. So that's all the ones that are uh, nominated. Okay. Um, and then we have the highly commended series. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it it means that they basically wanted to get them onto this reel so that they could, Got you it. know, get it in front of more eyes, get more people uh, a distribution method to see yeah. it. Yeah. Is there a limit on the number that you can nominate? Is that why they do it? I don't so that, know. I don't like I heavy years. I think it's 5. Hmm. But I'm not 100% on that. I think going back to that last one for just another quick second, I think part of the reason why I may have had like a a more negative reaction than you about it is is because of the context on it. Like, um, if I were to have like come across that in a in like a, a random YouTube nonsense. Oh yeah, just poll, like I would have loved the shit out of it. But like the context of the Oscars, I don't know why that why that changes things for me. And I don't I think I'm wrong. Like I, I don't think it should change it for me. Yeah, but that that is weird. So since we're past the uh the nominated ones, which one do you which one do you like? I guess I we should go with like which one did you like the best and which one do you think is gonna win? Um I think Burrow will win and I think that um uh that opera is my favorite. Fucking same, opera is same. so I, unique. I am so same on that opera one. I'm genuinely gonna watch that like eight fucking times yeah no, that was not hogwash slam some edibles and just fucking <laughs> watch that on repeat for like a week yeah uh, i it's uh, you know uh, it's one of those it's one of those times when you see a piece of art and you're like oh that's that, that's yeah, a big like, thing that fucking ruled um, yeah although i don't think burrow's gonna win uh the one that i think is gonna win is the uh the french one that i can't remember the name oh, of. Oh, the French one is also really good. Um, that one, I'm don't know if it'll win just because it's like it's it's a heavy processing time. Like, that's another one that I want to watch again because there's there's like such. Let me just get the name of it up. It is, but it is very effective. Um, the people that watch these have the same processing time that we do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Tokai, what was it? Genius Tokai. Uh, Genius Loki. Loki. It's French though, so it's probably Genie Loki. Genie Loki. Do we know what that means? We should I have what that no means. fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> I feel an ethical responsibility to know. Right? Are you looking it up? I'm, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, and honestly, I'll I'll be a little bit disappointed if the Netflix one wins. Um. Oh, interesting. So Genius Loki. Um, was the protective spirit of a place, often depicted in religious iconography as a feature holding attributes such as a cornucopia, patera, or snake. Many Roman altars found throughout the Western Roman Empire were dedicated to particular genus loci. So huh. I, that's, I thought I had seen that word before, and that's why I was pronouncing it as loci, because it's uh, uh, Greek. Well, I'm still going to pronounce it really fake bad French. Um, yeah, you'd... You've earned you know, it forever. I did take two years of French in high school, so yeah, I definitely <laughs> have earned the right to uh, mimic French speech 
whenever <laughs> I'm reading anything. <laughs> I think that's exactly what two years qualify yeah. for. Anyway. Especially with another European language. Yeah. Do we want to uh, move on to the highly commended ones? Yeah. And yeah, just... let's let's give a few of them a shot. Yeah. Well let's get the let's get the name on this one before we cut to it. This one's Kapamahu in from the USA. What do you think? Um, I think it's something that just by virtue of having lived for lived for seven years in Hawaii when I was a kid, I'm much more in the bag for. Uh, oh, interesting. Than a lot of other people I didn't know might that. be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was great. I really liked the animation style. I like yeah. like halfway through. The animation it, style was simple but effective. And, like, the limited use of color palette was really beautiful. And halfway through it, I was just thinking, like, you know, we... All our fucking, like, superhero stories and shit like that, we don't really have the, like... Yeah, this person just heals people. Like, they just Mm -hmm. make things better in a very general sense. Yeah. No, it's, it's a lovely story. And it's extremely direct in its telling, like, um... But I think that that's super appropriate here because it's like a... It's a mythology you know, story. It's a mythology story, yeah. Like, and, it's, you, and it's so good at doing that doing that job and making sure that this story is told is its number one priority. And so simplicity does a ton of work for it here, both in the art style and in the, um, the storytelling itself. Well, and also, you know, showing the, you know, imperialist nature of the origin of Hawaii as an American state. Yeah. is it, it's important and i think that a lot of people forget about that just how about the coup that we did yeah about how just we a... just did a coup <laughs> and fucking took over a whole island nation yeah because of its uh strategic relevance yeah uh well so let's keep on moving uh the next one is the snail and the whale and this one's from the uk I bet this will have the same level of sincerity and seriousness. Oh, probably. This is a, it's a deep mythological story from the UK. <laughs> I'm on a hate UK binge. We'll see how this goes. Everyone's. So that was hey. Snail and Whale. And boy, that. It was pretty, but fuck, was it ever boring? It was one of the most. I just like could not pay attention for more than fifteen seconds. It just did not do anything or have any meaning. Yeah, it was just hey, there's this snail and this whale. They hang out. Uh, they like to look at stuff. Look at all of the stuff we made. It kind of had this weird. Um, I, I think it's Rise of the Guardians is the name of the mm. uh, that Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan. Um, that same like animation or not like frame rate style well no it's i've never seen that movie i've only seen the trailer but it the trailer is just owls looking at stuff and being like wow (laughs) oh it's so cool looking and when this is something that you entirely made and then you're having your own characters fucking agape at it then it feels just masturbatory oh, that's interesting <laughs> i had not considered that aspect of it 
but holy shit, yes. Um, I was just exhausted from start to finish. It was so like, fucking boring. <laughs> like it what, started. Was that like an hour and like, a half long, I think? Oh, no. It was a, one of the longest ones, that too. It was like 20 minutes. It really minutes. was. Ugh. Good fucking God. That was so bad. All right. That said, like, it was pretty. Like, I, sure. I liked a lot of the CG in there. It got me to that very common place that I get to with 3D animation where I'm like, I want to eat everything <laughs> that I see on screen right now. I could have just enjoyed it as a little 3D reel and yeah. called it good from there. Yeah, you didn't need all this rhyming bullshit. And God, just, it uh... All right, anyway, next one is To Gerard, and this is from the USA. Oh, that was DreamWorks. Weird. Ah. So I, I, I was kind of medium on it. Yeah, it's, it's like, like fine. Yeah, it sort of got me for a little while, and then it lost me for a little while. Um, there's something that's like not that I don't love about magic in animation is that it's just like yeah we animated this all right <laughs> we can make any object appear and right? disappear like <laughs> none of this matters <laughs> he could be farting doves for this entire scene right and that's true of like live action as well to be fair nowadays it, yeah know, feels feels kind of i don't know but as far as just getting their you know narrative across then yeah it's, it's fine yeah i just wish it was better <laughs> all right so that's adric's take on the entirety of the 2021 oscar nominated short films is i, <laughs> I wish they were better <laughs> uh no just the um just the whatever whatever they called this section this section felt to me with very with the exception of the um of the what was it the second one the the one about the uh Hawaiian myth uh, mythos I thought that was the that first was the one. only one that was the first yeah. one all the rest of them felt like gimmies to like somebody who was owed a favor yeah yeah <laughs> like it's all stuff where it's like yeah this is like it's very impressive on a lot of like technical aspects and i just don't know that the the writing is really there on a lot of these yeah yeah exactly because it just like i don't i don't care that any of the other three were made honestly yeah well and like you said if i were to just come across them watching shit on youtube then i'd just be like yeah this is fantastic Right, but you have a studio like DreamWorks. Yeah. Which, uh, happy Shrekversary, by the way. Um, Wait, you have a studio like DreamWorks. It's Shrekversary today. Damn it. <laughs> and uh, you make this, and I'm like, damn, you could have been making garbage 3D Akira or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's our uh, that's our episode about the... 2021 oscar nominated short films yeah worth it really really worth a watch um 
just watch the first of the, I've, I've already forgotten what they were called, of the second section and call it good. But the uh, I, I that mean, first I, set was some of the best short films I've ever I'd seen. I'd still recommend just watching all of it because all of it did have like its own Skip value. Skip the whale and, and the snail. I like the animation on that one. Like I, I'm, I'm giving it a hard skip. Yeah. You can, you can rate it however you want. That poisoned my it's brain. Still, yeah, <laughs> twenty minutes is kind of rough. It's so, it's, long. it's so fucking long. Uh, not, not to be negative, but yeah. Uh, and and go back and watch opera like ten times. Oh yeah, I've already yeah. during but my that, water break, I recommended opera to somebody in my house. But that fucking like <laughs> on repeat on your TV yeah. for a week. And just stay at home and do LSD, like yeah. that's that's a fucking weekend, baby. Yep, that's your that's your homework. <laughs> and uh, next week we'll be talking about Muzzy and Gondoland. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. Big thanks to the composer of our theme, Miles Morkery, and to Bernadette Meeker, the artist for our thumbnail. We're on Pod on Twitter.com. Our website is on You're the best. Good night. Good night. <laughs>